Good morning. This is Ryan File from the Mail Tribune, and you're listening to the First Thing Podcast. I've been out for a few days, but I'm back at it this week. So let's get started. Here are the top stories for Monday, August 6th, 2018. First up, a change in wind direction produced a change, for the worse, for the Rogue Valley's air quality Sunday, with Medford reaching a, quote, hazardous level and Ashland registering, quote, very unhealthy air. Dan Wagard, a National Weather Service meteorologist in Medford, said smoke levels in Medford jumped Sunday afternoon as the wind picked up and shifted direction to push more smoke into the area. We had a trend with the wind picking up in the afternoon and improving the air quality in the evening hours, Wagard said Sunday evening. Today, instead of coming out of the north, it's more west-northwest, and as a result, the wind is bringing more smoke instead of improving things. Wagard said the Medford area smoke is coming from the Taylor and Klondike fires in Josephine County. The Taylor fire, burning west of Grants Pass in Merlin, was approaching 40,000 acres Sunday evening, while the Klondike fire, burning in the Kalmyopsis wilderness, was approaching 30,000 acres. At 8 p.m. Sunday, Medford's air quality was listed as, quote, hazardous, with an air quality index of 306, while Ashland was just below the hazardous level at 296. Grants Pass registered very unhealthy with a 205 AQI. Shady Cove, receiving smoke from the nearby South Umqua complex and the Sugar Pine and Miles fires, which have combined to burn more than 32,000 acres, was listed as unhealthy, with an AQI of 172 at 7 p.m. Sunday. Cave Junction, which is sandwiched between the Klondike fire and the 9,500 Natchez fire, burning just south of the Oregon border, had an AQI of 152, as the westerly winds blew more smoke eastward. And there's no relief in sight, at least not immediately. Wagard said that a dry, cold front is expected to move into the area at the end of the week, but until then, expect more smoky weather. Basically, till further notice, there's no big change in the pattern for the next few days, he said. Just to add to that misery index, high temperatures in Medford are expected to hit 105 by Thursday. And last up. A Jacksonville woman facing manslaughter charges in the shooting death of her uncle has been denied a civil rights lawsuit alleging she was, quote, trapped into answering questions during a summer 2016 homicide investigation. Aisling Tucker Moore Reed, 27, claims she was sleep-deprived, malnourished, and suffering withdrawal from potent prescription medication in the hours-long questioning by Medford Police and Jackson County Sheriff's detectives following the shooting death of Shane Patrick Moore on July 26, 2016, near Roosh, according to a complaint filed July 26th in U.S. District Court in Medford. Moore Reed's civil rights complaint, filed without the formal aid of a lawyer, seeks, quote, economic damages not to exceed $50,000 and adds details into the death investigation of Shane Patrick Moore. Moore Reed's complaint refers to Shane Moore using the name Sinjin Moore, but the name is not used in Oregon court records. In a response filed Tuesday, U.S. Magistrate Judge Mark Clark wrote the complaint fails to mention the pending criminal case against her and whether her statements to police were incriminating. He granted her 30 days to refile. Clark also advised, quote, the court strongly urges Moore Reed to consult with her defense attorney before pursuing this litigation any further. A 10-day trial is set for the week of September 10th in Jackson County Circuit Court, where Moore Reed faces felony counts of first and second degree manslaughter in the shooting death of Shane Reed. Moore Reed's mother, Kelly Moore, a former California civil lawyer who's represented Anna Nicole Smith, among others, said in earlier news reports that the shooting in the 7200 block of Thompson Creek Road was in self-defense. 
Moore Reed, who has reported for the Grants Pass Daily Courier and blogged as a University of Southern California student under the name Tucker Reed, claimed in her complaint that her uncle, quote, on four occasions that day, menaced and threatened to kill Moore Reed and Kelly Moore, and that Shane Moore had been physically assaulting Kelly Moore as she tried to prevent him from entering Moore Reed's grandmother's home. The two were struggling to close and lock the front door, she said. Moore Reed's complaint said toxicology reports showed Shane Moore had methamphetamine in his system at the time of death. Shane Moore's criminal history shows he has a 2004 meth possession conviction, among other misdemeanors that included a pending domestic violence case against Moore Reed. Moore Reed said the night of the investigation she, quote, had slept less than five hours total in the prior two days because of her fear of Moore, quote, hadn't eaten anything since the day before, and was suffering, quote, withdrawal from a potent prescription medication that she had been unable to refill while caring for her grandmother. She said she told the detectives she was, quote, psychologically and mentally unfit to answer questions. And that's it for today. Be sure to check out full versions of these stories at our website, mailtribune.com. And if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Have a good one.